Kristen is my co-host. And what Kristen and I are prepped to talk to you about today is having a holiday plan and why it's important. And I just want to ask you, like, is this your first year going into the holiday on an Optivia program? Is this anyone's first healthy holiday? Type a one in the chat. This is your first healthy holiday. Got a one, got a one. Got lots of ones. All right. One. Good. Your first healthy holiday. And so maybe your other holidays have felt, um, I don't know, frustrated. Anybody went into the holiday feeling frustrated? Like you had a goal, you had a plan and it completely did not happen. (laughs) Or maybe you went into the holiday with confidence and you came out on the other side, just feeling defeated. Has that ever happened? Type a two in the chat. If you've ever went into a plan, whether it be the holidays or football season or summer, lake season, with a plan and high motivation only to completely fail and think you're a big fat loser and then give up. Anybody? Is that just me? Oh, I'm seeing some twos. I see a two-fo show. Yeah, sometimes we make this falling off mean that it's just not for us. And, you know, last weekend I was out skiing with my nine-year-old and I've lived in Montana for 25 years. My kids are actually really great downhill skiers, but (coughs) we went cross country because now I live in the Palouse of Idaho, which is not mountainous like Montana. Not that I'm mad about it or anything, but um, so we went cross country And my son, Wes, the whole time was like, this sucks so bad. This sucks. I hate it. And he, I, my husband and I were like, Wes, how do you expect to be good at this? Like you've never even tried. Are you willing to suck at it so that you get better? You know, talking and negotiating with a nine-year-old when you're a couple miles back on a trail is not the best calming moments, but he was like, yeah, that makes sense. And so somehow he was able to draw himself out of it. And he was like, thank you. I'm so sorry that I'm messing it up. Like, you don't need to be sorry, dude. Like, let's just like, keep going. Are you willing, are you willing to try? And he's like, I'm willing to try mom. I'm like, okay. So then he ended up having fun and we're going this weekend as well. So your holidays can kind of be like that, where you go into it, you think you're going downhill skiing. And then you get to the mountain and you're like, wait, what? Why don't these skis have edges? And then you fall down the whole time and you hate your life. That could very well happen, right? Is anyone worried about that? Or has that ever happened before? No, I see some hands in the chat. Okay, so I'm here to share with you, no matter what frustration or confidence where it has been shook, Um, we're going to hook you up with a really solid plan for you to have your best holiday ever. And I'm not saying that from a toxic positivity space. I'm telling you that because after 10 years of coaching, we in Align and Optivia, but mostly Align because we're amazing. We are 100% confident that we can serve you. And Kristen's going to help me a little bit with that. Kristen, Go ahead and come off mute and introduce yourself, my friend. Where are you from? How much weight have you lost? Tell us a little bit about your health journey. Hey, so uh, my name is Kristen. I am from Eau Claire 
and Wisconsin. And um, I lost 55 pounds in about just under just just over five months, five and a half months. Uh, Laura Hurd was my coach. She was the one that I stalked on Facebook for quite a while before I jumped on. And I'm so thankful that I did. Uh, I posted today and my only regret was just not starting sooner because I had no idea what we had. And here we are. Um, so yeah, I think that, that, that sums up who I am and what I did. Yeah. It's pretty remarkable. And I, I, you know, when you and I were prepping for this call, I'm like, are you, are you worried? Like, are you worried about the holiday? Yes. And no, yes, because it's my first holiday. And like you always say, you know, in the absence of data, your brain is going to tell you things. So my brain is sitting here saying, you know, worrying all the things, Mm -hmm. but no, because I've been on this journey since April and I've learned so much. And one of those things is what we're going to be talking about today is setting goals and making plans. Yeah. Yeah. And so what would you say to someone who is going into the holiday still in weight loss because you've lost your weight. You're in phase three right now. And for those of you who don't know, yes, you're going to lose weight. It will happen. Stay the course. Don't give up. Phase one is weight loss. Phase two is transition where we help you remove the fuelings. And we start talking about longevity. We figure out how many calories your body needs and start talking about adding in other habits. And phase three is where Kristen is, where she's starting to focus We had a frozen. I'm starting to focus on optimization. <laughs> Don't know when it's on that. other. Half. Oh, Allison, you're, you're you're freezing up a little bit on us. That's the, I've got a kid with the flu at home using my uh, streaming, but. I don't know where I was. Where was I at when you were just about to say that I'm on phase three starting optimization? Right. Yeah. So Kristen's in phase three. And what that means is she's already lost her weight. Um, She's already transitioned away from the fuelings. And yes, we are going to help people lose weight and feel amazing, but we move them beyond the scale. And then also we help a lot of people who just come into phase three. There's a lot of people who have already lost weight or they want to work on um, their mindset or like elevating their nutrition or building muscles. And so a lot of clients, I'd say the bulk of our clients come in at phase one, but we do have um, a group of clients that come in at phase three. So you're going into this holiday really with a structured plan and tell us a little bit about what that's like and why you're choosing to do that. So I'm going into the holiday with a plan. Um, basically I'm going to write down what I, what I anticipate that I want to happen and I'm going to share it with a couple of people. And I'm going to do that because I've done so much work. And I know I know that going to all these holiday functions and being around all of the people making all of those other choices, I know that it's easy to just be like, oh, well, I'm just going to have this or I'm just going to do that. And that just going to adds up in a quick hurry if you don't have a plan and have it in the forefront of your mind and knowing like, okay, well, I had my one piece of cake that I was going to say that I had, and now that's good. 
instead of just being like, oh, I just had one. And then you don't have a plan and you're like, oh, that looks good too. I'm going to have some of that. So just getting it written down and making that plan going forward, I think helps you keep that accountability to yourself. And then also if you tell someone that's super powerful too, you all be sharing my goals with my husband so that he's right there with me. So he can hear, I'm going to imitate my husband for a second. If he sees me grab something that I wasn't planning to be like, mama, he calls me mama. Cause that's, that's just what we do. Mama, daddy, you know, we got kids. Um, but that's exactly how he would sound. If he saw me grab that second cookie, he'd be like, mama. And he's like my little, my little guy that follows around slaps things out of my hand. <laughs> Wish I had one of those. Although I don't think that would work well in my marriage. I'd be like, that's not going to work for, I don't, I don't want, oh, I give him the stink eye. I'd be like, dude, I'm going to do what I want. You better yeah. back off. Yeah. I love it. I love Kristen that you brought up in the absence of data, our brain makes up a story. And then the other thing, um, the other quote that I love is that um, one of the best ways, and I'm going to even insert the only way, right? One of the best ways to predict the future is to create it, but actually the only way to predict the future is to create it. And so when you go into the holidays and you start thinking about it, like we have a waffle party this weekend, a cookie party, family starting to come around. I have to sit down and think about how do I want to feel? What types of things do I want to wear? How do I want to show up? How does sugar affect me? I'm not going into the holiday being perfect because that's just not my goal, but I do want to be able to show up not having triggering thoughts, not overeating on the sugar, um, not over drinking wine because the next day I eat a whole bag of Doritos for recovery. And so it's not just like having a few glasses of wine. It's like, I have like a four day situation that now that I'm 45, it's a long recovery for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just even like two or three glasses of wine. I really have to stop and pause and be like, is this worth it? Is this how I want to feel on Christmas morning or Christmas Eve when I'm with my kids? Do I want to feel that sugar in my blood and in my body that I know creates anxiety? So One of the best things you can do to predict your future and your plan is to get really clear with how you want to feel. And Kristen, what would you say to someone? What's, how can they get in touch with that? And like, what would they even do? Maybe, well, writing it down for sure is super powerful. And that's something that I didn't really practice until Optavia. I didn't practice writing down my goals or my thoughts or anything like that. Um, But once I started doing it, I, I saw the power in it and not just writing it down, but putting it somewhere that you see all the time is super powerful because it keeps it in the forefront of your mind and it helps you remember why you wrote it down in the first place. And so maybe just writing down, you know, I want, like you said, I want to feel good. I want to be I want to wake up early on Christmas morning, not hungover or not feeling bloated or whatever it is. And just write down how you want to feel, how you want to be able to make maybe the activities you want to be able to do. I know that if I was hungover, I'm not going to be, you know, on the floor putting together my kids' toys and be like, deal with that yourself. 
Yeah, no, I think it's really important because, you know, we were on with Dr. Anderson early to the, earlier today, and he really talks about this and coaches us that it's not the practice of being perfect. It's the practice of just being able to stop in the moment, challenge the thought or challenge the plan and create a new path. And so your work here isn't to be perfect. Your work is to just start really bringing awareness to it. And so where I'm at in my journey with that is the last, I don't know, it's probably been the last five years. If Kaylee's on here, she can say for sure. She's one of my girlfriends who I hang out with recreationally, but about five or eight years ago, alcohol started affecting me a certain way. Kind of like it was kind of sugar first. Like I noticed sugar and I started like noticing it more and more and really focusing on it. And I would notice how it made me feel. And so I was really hyper alert or hyper aware to sugar, but I wasn't really with like alcohol. And then once I kind of got my sugar down and I practiced that for a while, um, I'm like, Oh, alcohol kind of makes me feel the same way. That's weird. <laughs> and I had a little bit of like, no, no. Cause I don't even like alcohol. I just like red wine, like really good red wine. So save a lot of money these days. Um, but so I would notice that and it's just the, the practice of it, but it's been eight years of practice. And sometimes I still don't win you guys. Um, but really getting clear and aware and getting that down. And so, um, those are just two examples for me, sugar or alcohol. Does anyone else notice that in your life that sugar or alcohol dramatically affect how you show up the next day? Somebody throw me a bone over here. Am I just like, you know, now we record these on the podcast. So I feel even a little bit more vulnerable. All right, good. Sugar. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you. Three day hangover. Same. And it's not like I'm 20 in college. In college, I had a ton of fun, right? This is just like normal, like drink after work. Yeah, I don't process it well anymore, especially as I've gotten older. Yeah, I know that about you too, Carrie. Same. Yeah. So back to some tangible ways. Think about, number one, I want to draw you guys to our holiday plan and maybe um, one of the coaches who's at your computer, if you could drop that into the chat, that would be great. There's several places to find it. We have it pinned at the very top. I'm going to show you guys because I'm visual. If you go into our health page, just the Facebook page, this is the Align Health page. It's the first post right there, right there. And then there's all these other goodies over here too, right? But this is the first post in this holiday plan, your master coach team wrote out for you with you in mind. I wish that I would have had that plan last year or 10 years ago or 20 years ago. It's going to help you do what Kristen's talking about. Get your thoughts on paper and um, really giving your brain data. And so, Kristen, for you this season, I know you're going into the holiday working on mindset, right? Yes. Um, so what's your plan for your, she's working on this macro habit mindset right now. And so what is your personal plan? If you wouldn't mind sharing for your mindset? Yeah. So something I have started doing or been told to do rather, I'm just really stinky at it, um, is journaling. And I keep hearing it over and over and over. And so 
I set a goal for myself to journal every day for at least five minutes. I went out and got myself a prompted journal and it's just a couple of sentences that you reflect on. It's nothing huge, but it's like, like we do with the five in one. It's just these small habits that you build to make a bigger habit. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to work on my journaling that will help me, um, be more aware of my mood and my mind um, and my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I just dropped into the chat um, the resources that you guys have available uh, to check those out. And Kristen has been practicing those, I mean, since April, right? And so now you're in a place where notice she's not doing all of it at once. She's not in weight loss, exercising, working on her mindset, working on water, like it really is about creating health in micro ways so that you're able to um, uh, see success. Is that what you would say? Yeah, because I, so I started with the five and one, I, I did my weight loss first, right? I didn't worry about exercise. I didn't worry about, I, I did work in the, in the life book, which is a little bit of journaling, a little bit of, you know, the mindset work, but not, not an overall comprehensive plan on it. And then I moved into, after I was done with the transition phase, then I worked on the macro habit of exercise. So now I'm exercising every day. So now that I know that I've got that down, now I'm working on the mindset. So it, yeah, it's just these one thing at a time. So you're not overwhelmed and you're only, you know, just doing a little bit at a time, what you can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I want to give you guys some resources and, and aligned with the holiday plan that we typed into the chat, the podcast is there. We have a workshop you can listen to, too, where we go into depth about this Um, and really going into the holiday. If you have weight loss in mind um, for the season, who is losing weight this holiday season? Who's committed to that? Put a three in the chat if you are losing weight this season. All right. Lots of weight loss. Good. Okay. That holiday plan is going to be critical for you to really get in front of all of the fun ideas that your brain's going to offer you. Like, for instance, I just think about, oh, this doesn't matter. You're fine the way you are. Um, the, you know, this one little thing doesn't matter. And I'm not saying that I'm shaming myself in those words, but that holiday plan brings you back to your why. And Kristen, how would you explain why is it important to have that why written down for people? Well, like you said, it's just easy to say, oh, this one little thing doesn't matter. And, you know, we all started our health journey for a reason and bringing yourself, I mean, for me thinking about when I started, why I started is enough for me to just say, no, you know, that chocolate cake is not worth it for me. I know what it tastes like. I've had it a million times before. It didn't change. It's still the same. I've changed. I'm good. I'm I'm fine without it. I'm clearly still living without all the crap I've been eating. You know, it's just keeping that in your head of why you started is so important because it will keep you going. Mm -hmm. And what do you do? I know for me, I was just looking at mine, like I, I, I can't even begin to tell you that as coaches, we don't have all of this together. 
we still, I write this down every week. I have a business plan and a health plan. What does my, what do my clients need to hear from me this week? What do they need to know? How do they need to feel this week? What types of frustrations um, are they experiencing this week? How can I show up and serve them? I do that for my business so that I can show up well. We don't just make this stuff up, right? And then I do it for myself. What's going to happen in my week this week? What things, you know, what can I plan? What might come up that I'm not expecting? Like my daughter having the flu and being on the couch. Like sometimes these things just happen. But if you don't get in front of your brain and literally write down or type out the BS that your brain's going to offer you, it can make it very hard. So Kristen, I know for you, share a little bit about how you've been able to implement this. I know you have a holiday plan. I know you have that written out, but specifically about your exercise, um, how, like, I loved how you were explaining earlier, how you just needed to see it to remind you of it, because that was the macro habit you were working on before mindset. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So I started this, I I was, in a training and in this training, you had to have one thing that you were working on. A lot of people were working on their health, but since I was transitioning, um, I was done with the five and one. So I wasn't going to be working on that per se. So I chose to work on exercise. And what I did was I printed out a 60 day calendar and I put it right in front of my computer. So I saw it every single day and all the X's on there are the days that I worked out. And there's a little mark under there for how long I worked out. And then the red boxes were the days that I didn't work out. And just seeing that being right in front of it every day was a good reminder to me, like, oh, I was going to share it on social media. So I certainly didn't want it covered in red boxes. You know, you got to show up for me, got to show up for all my friends on Facebook. Um, But just having that there is was accountability enough for me. And then knowing that I was also going to be sharing it with people and my husband saw it every day because he uses my, my office too. And so he was looking at it every day. And, you know, it's just that accountability piece that says, hey, this is what I'm working on. And yeah. And what happened on the days I did see some red boxes on there where you yeah. failed, you failed. Yeah. I totally could have just put an X on there, but what would that have been doing? You know, that would have been such a, the, the moly line to myself. I would That's look called bad data collection. It's yeah. skewed data. Yes. Yeah. Yes. False, false information. Yeah. Um, those were just days where life literally this first day. Okay. I've been doing it since here. Right. Then I get down to this day. I literally forgot. I just forgot. Got into bed at like 10 o'clock that night. I was like, oh my God, I didn't work out today. It was just like, holy smokes. That's crazy. These two Saturdays, just time got away from me. And you know what? Here I am still standing. I worked out the next day. Didn't let it deter me. I didn't be like, oh, I failed. I'm done. You know, I just started. Never going to exercise again. This is. Yeah. 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 I love it. Good. I mean, obviously we're over dramatizing that, but it is funny how our brains tell us that when we screw up, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, you're you're never going to do this, you know, really about getting back up. And the best way to get back up is to revisit your why to revisit your written or typed plan. And if I leave you with anything today, really, and truly love yourself enough to get this, these thoughts and energy 
written out on paper, if I told you that this was the one thing that took your water from 210 degrees to 212, if you knew that it was just the tiniest thing that would literally bring you to the boiling point, wouldn't you do it? Because that it's really that important, really being able to understand your brain. People, health coaches, those of us who practice this stuff, it's not that we're better than you or that we have more willpower. It's that we actually do write this down, investigate it. And then we do coaching like this just with coaches and we talk about it. How did that make you feel? What was your plan? What happened? Why do you think that happened? That's interesting. Your brain told you that. Why do you think your brain said that? And it's like, I don't know. And it's like, well, get really, really curious on why your brain's offering you this BS because that literally unlocks your future. It's not the five in one. It's not the s'mores bar. It legitimately is being willing and able to slow down and get in touch and understand how your emotions create thoughts and your thoughts make you do stuff or not do stuff. And if I had that all worked out, I would be perfect too, but I don't, but I practice it, right? Some days you practice better than others and other days you freak out, right? Maybe you're perfect, Kristen. (laughs) You. No, but you know what you are is aware. And like, I think that's the win is being aware and being like, ooh, I could have responded differently. Like most people don't even know that most people aren't even aware about it. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So a couple of resources, Kristen, that we talked about, um, you brought up how element 16 really helps you regarding this. Yeah. The addict, um, just being aware of addictive foods, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, there's a graph in there, not a graph, an image that shows the brain on cocaine and the brain on sugar. And yeah. they're the same. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So just being aware that these foods, the junk foods, they're literally designed to keep you coming back. Yeah. And I think that that gives us a little bit of humility and understanding like, hey, it's not me. These mm-hmm. foods were designed, they were modified to make me want them. And so what am I going to do about it? Because it's not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. So element 16, element 11. And then we also talked about the book, the four agreements. I always talk about that and always come back to it. If you haven't ever read the four agreements, I would recommend grabbing a copy of that. You can read it in probably an hour, not Kaylee Kemp. She's a slower reader, but um, it's a thin, easy to read and digest book. And Kristen's got it here too. Yeah. It is super. Yeah. It's very quick. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, in times of um, decision or um, conflict, I will just make the decision to go sit down on the couch and read that book. Yeah. Especially not taking things personally. Just so easy to say, just really hard to practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. Kristen, any lasting words before we hop off for holiday plan? Just, just one, and this is kind of a superficial one, but if your plan this season is to go into the holidays and still lose weight, I just have a really weird little tip. Where are your tighter clothes? Tighter. I thought you said tiger, like I'm a classic (laughs) tiger. (laughs) No, wear your tighter fitting clothes. It will help you 
just be cognizant of how your clothes are fitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that too. It does. It helps me realize like, Oh yeah, maybe I don't want that extra piece of cake or that extra no. bike or maybe, yeah, maybe an afternoon walk does sound good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of keeps you honest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks for sharing. Um, yeah. you guys, the, uh, the podcast and all the resources, if you can't ever find anything, just ask in our Facebook group. Um, but they're tagged and linked in there or ask your coach or ask the person who invited you here. And all of these resources are hundred percent free for you. And guess what? They're free for your friends. The only thing people pay for are the fuelings and the textbook and the workbook, but we have a ton of free resources. So if you have someone in mind um, who would like the holiday guide too, or someone who you think could benefit from, share it. We're, we're open and love everyone. Um, you guys have a great week. Thanks, Kristen, for being my host. Yeah. Oh, Cynthia you. just said, write your goal down and put it in your pocket. I think that's smart too. Could be unless you put it through the washing machine, but yeah, have it everywhere. That's a good thing. I'm glad that works for you. Awesome. All right. You guys have a great week. Bye Bye. y'all.